Hey, welcome back to Dating Funnies. And if you're a new listener, welcome. Hopefully uh, my saga of dating will enlighten you, put a smile on your face, or make you wince. Is that the proper word? Anyway, all those things, when you listen to uh, my particular dilemma, things I keep running into. Uh, Interesting week, this past week for me. This is now uh, March 2nd. Uh, And I will share with you... (laughs) Several different stories that uh, perplexing to say the least. Uh, I've had a couple of listeners reach out to me via email that tell me that they really appreciate the podcast. So thank you and encourage each and every one of you to shoot me an email. It's dating funnies. That's D A T I N G F U N N I E S at gmail.com. I'll respond to the emails. I'm getting a better habit of checking that email account, so my apologies if it takes an extra day or two to respond. But thank you again. So let's, uh, I'm going to back up a little bit. Uh, I've chatted and uh, put on there for the last couple of weeks about my sugar dating site. And part of the reason why I went on the sugar dating is I've got a couple of friends, uh, acquaintances I've met, that have actually met their long-term relationship on one of those sugar sites. So I thought, why not? And I'm going to try to find a May-December relationship. And as I've chatted in the past two weeks, most of the people, almost all of the people, have got their hand out because they know that there's men out there that are willing to pay them a meeting fee or a hangout fee without anything in return other than a platonic relationship. And it was too funny because I was emailing back and forth with one lady on that site who was 30, single mom, got a six-year-old son at home, she shared with me, and she thought she would date an older man and make some extra money to go with it. So I tried to get some clarification there. What does that mean to her? And, of course, she wanted me to name a price that any price was acceptable. Just tell her a price. And as I've talked about before, in the state of Washington, anyone talks about throwing money out for intimate favors. It's against the law. So, I and plus, I'm not going to bid against myself. It doesn't even make sense. And plus, I'm not really looking for a one-night deal, and I don't really want to have a play date with someone I don't really connect with. You know, we all want that somewhat of a physical and emotional connection a little bit, I would think. Maybe when I was in my 20s, it didn't matter, but it matters more now to me than, uh, than I probably realized. So I mentioned to her, I said, look, I'd really like to have a connection of some sort. Why don't we meet for coffee? You name the place, the time, I'll buy the coffee, kind of get to know each other a little bit. And of course, she responded back and said, well, what's in it for me? How much are you going to pay me to meet with you for coffee? So I politely sent her back an email and said, look, I'm not the guy you're looking for. So that was the the end of her because I'm not going to pay people to meet me. Yes, it'd be nice and be fun to have a a partner or someone to see on a a regular ongoing basis, but not at the levels that a lot of these people on that site particularly want. Uh, My membership on that site expired on February 29th. I have not renewed it. I've I've actually closed down my, my profile on there. I just thought it'd be kind of a fun experiment. I don't know if I shared with you folks uh, before or not, but on Valentine's Day, I went to a local Rite Aid store to buy some stuff for my grandkids. I wanted to kind of get them a couple of Valentine's Day treat, get something special for my granddaughter. You know, of course, the grandson's got to be treated equal. And while I was there, the lady behind the counter was a younger lady, and she uh, had just come right out and asked me if, if uh, I would have a problem with 
me meeting a friend of hers. She had a friend that was single and thought that I might be an ideal candidate just based upon our brief conversation. So, you know, me, you've heard my podcast. I'm a risk taker. What do I got to lose? I'll give her my phone number. If I don't like what they say, I can always block the number. So I gave her my name, my phone number, and a day later I got a text from her friend. And we got to texting back and forth, seemed to have some mutual interest. And then the lady, her friend, says, well, look, I'd be interested in seeing you, but I get $1,000 a night. And I said, excuse me. So I asked her a couple more questions about what she's trying to accomplish, and she was looking for older men who could afford her time at $1,000 a night. So I politely said, I'm sorry, but you've got the wrong person. I'm not that guy. So she kind of disappeared which is no big deal as far as I'm concerned. But it was too interesting on this last Friday. I got a text message from someone, and I didn't know who they were. asked them what their name was. They told me their name. I asked them to send me a picture. I didn't recognize the name. They never sent me a picture. Come to find out, we live in the same city. So I agreed to meet them for coffee. Still don't know who they were. I didn't know if they came from the sugar side. They didn't come from my other dating sides. really couldn't remember who I gave the phone number to. I'm always giving out phone numbers in my business I have to and in doing this whole dating thing. I'm not afraid to give people my my number. So I agreed to meet her at the local Nordstrom store over the weekend and she recognizes me and comes up to me and she's the younger lady from Rite Aid. The one that gave wanted me to meet with her friends. So we got to talking, and she's a very, very attractive younger woman, and she heard from her friend that it wasn't going to work for me and her friend under those circumstances. So, of course, I asked her, I said, well, are you looking for the same type of dynamic? Because if you are, I'm not your guy. She goes, oh, no, I don't, I'm I'm not looking for that at all. I'm actually looking for someone I can date. I like dating older men. I want the connection. I said, okay, well, that sounds nice. I said, I'm listening. I'm, I'm open to the possibilities. Of course, what I haven't said so far that I will share now, not that it's any concern of mine uh, at, at, the, at the basic level, but she's a very attractive 28-year-old African-American woman. An African-American woman, a Chinese woman, I don't care where people come from. If they're fun, appealing, and it looks like I'd have fun with them, I'm open to it. However, and I'm, I'm in a city that got a variety of cultures, but they're still going to look down on an older man, an older white man, dating a younger black woman. So I wanted to make sure that that was going to be okay with her, and I'd have to resonate make sure it's okay with me, because I like to date underneath everybody else's radar. I don't like people coming up to me and confronting me about it. I've had that happen to me in the past, where I've dated people that were 15, 20 years younger than me, and people actually walked up to us in a restaurant, we're just sitting there at the bar having a drink, no PDA, we're sitting at a dining table, no PDA, and and people, women mostly, have come up and confronted us about, why am I dating a younger woman? Why is a younger woman dating an older man? So I don't, I don't like being challenged like that. It's very frustrating. Although I know lots of people, my ex-wife, when she left me, she was 42, and her new living boyfriend was 18. They are together for 24 years. I've got a couple other friends that are older women, younger men. Older men, younger women. So I don't know what the challenge is. I mean, everybody should leave other people alone unless they're doing something that actually encroaches upon their freedom and their fun. But so it is. So as we got to talking, I asked her, and that's the beauty of these type of these 
dialogues with people is you get to ask your questions up front as opposed to a typical dating site. You kind of dance around issues for months before you realize oh, I'm with the wrong person. So I asked her specifically, I said, well, if your friend wanted a thousand dollars a night, you're not looking for that. What are you looking for? So she politely says, well, follow me. And she takes me over to the shoe department of Nordstrom's and starts pointing out different types of shoes. I said, yeah, okay. She says, well, I don't really, I don't want what my girlfriend wanted, but you know, I like gifts. I said, really? So like those shoes and the purses you're showing me, those are the gifts that you like? She goes, yes. I said, so you're asking me to give you a gift every time I'm with you? She goes, no, not every time. We get together and go out and have fun. And then it would be nice to get a gift from you on a regular basis to where you know, it comes from you wanting to be with me. And I thought about it and I said to her, I said, well, look, you know, I don't know if I'm up for that or not. I mean, I'm certainly willing to pay for all the dates. If we go on vacation together, I'll certainly pay for all the vacations. More than happy to buy you gifts of appreciation. Periodically, I mean, I've done it before. I've bought a girlfriend Tiffany jewelry bracelets and necklaces and things like that because she liked that. Bought her flowers, bought her lingerie, and bought her cute dresses or cute bikinis. And I'm always, I'm always up for that. But to have that as an expectation just kind of backs me way up. So in the end, after I thought about it, I told her to go home and think about the whole situation. I too was going to do the same and I'd let her know. And the more I thought about it, I mean, I'm not going to lie, it would be nice to be with a beautiful younger woman, but if the expectation is that I'm supposed to gift them $500 shoes or $400 purses on a regular basis, and that's the expectation going in, and if I wasn't going to honor that expectation, I wasn't going to lie about it in hopes to get intimate with her. That's just not my style. I'm not here to use people. I'm here to find someone I can see and date on a regular basis. Maybe I've got it backwards. You know, I'm not the typical guy anymore, I guess. I'm just too tired of chase, and uh, I, I don't want to have to be obligated. So I texted her and said, hey, you know, very beautiful. Enjoyed our time together. I know, I'm sure we could have lots of fun together, but... If your expectations are me to gift you on a regular basis, so she has since disappeared. And that was just over the weekend. So no challenges there. So today's podcast might be a little longer. I actually went on a date this weekend with my 30-year-old Chinese woman that I met on the sugar site. And her and I met for coffee, talked about the dynamics of this type of dating. She was the one that shared with me how men were willing to meet with her and just pay her for her time to be in a platonic relationship. Or one guy wanted to pay her four or $500 just to give her a massage, nothing more. And I questioned her, why doesn't she just do that instead? And she said that she really wasn't looking for that, but she wasn't sure what she was looking for. So... We met again a couple weeks after that first coffee date. Got another coffee, walked around a lake in Seattle called Green Lake, about a two-mile walk, and then we went and had a nice casual dinner, had some conversations, and she'd said a few things that kind of made me cr- scratch my head as to, okay, what? what is she really trying to accomplish? What does she want? I mean, it, she hasn't asked me for any money yet. She seems to be interested, but I'm not sure. So then she seemed to be excited that the last time we date, I went on a date and, uh, and when we walked around Green Lake that she wanted me to take her out on the upcoming Friday night, which happened to be Valentine's Day. And I wasn't about to take anybody out on Valentine's Day that I just briefly met. So lucky enough for me, my son and his wife wanted me to watch my grandkids on Valentine's 
uh, night so that they could go out to dinner. So I jumped all over that. So yeah, I'll watch the grandkids for you. So that was my excuse. The next week, she kind of got sick. So we couldn't really interact much. And then the week after that, she left to go out of town uh, to visit family uh, as the story goes and then we finally met up to go on a date this past Saturday. Now what's interesting during all this time frame our communication piece I'd text her and then wouldn't hear from her for two or three days. Then she'd finally text me at, after nine ten o'clock at night of course she knows I'd get up at 5 a.m. so I go to bed early. So, I, I, so then I started playing the game right whereas she, I text her two days later, she texts me, so I, well, I'll wait two days to text her. Why should I immediately text her? I don't understand why she can't get back to me within a, at least a 12-hour or 24-hour period. Her argument is, well, I'm not very good with text. I find that hard to believe out of a 30-year-old because that seems to be what everybody does in their 20s and 30s and 40s. Everybody's on either dating apps or they're texting. Nonetheless, I agreed to take her out. She was supposed to come over to my side of town at the last minute. She wasn't coming over to my side. I don't know if I'd be okay going over to her side in Seattle. I said, sure. So I had to rechange everything I was doing and ended up setting up a situation where I'd pick her up and we'd go out grab a pint of beer at one place and then go to another place and play pool and junga and maybe even do some bowling and then from there we went to a comedy club and then from there we went and had dessert but through the process of that whole evening which started at five and ended at about midnight a few things in her conversation kind of struck me as odd and weird and one of the things she says to me when we're playing pool was, well, I can see why you're still single. And I thought, well, that's odd. That's interesting. Why is she throwing that gauntlet down? Because of some of the things I've said. She asked me about a few past relationships. I shared with her what was going on. She shared with me some of her past relationships stories, and I just listened. What I thought was really interesting through the night was she wasn't interested in holding hands. She wasn't interested in really sitting next to me. When we are at comedy, she sat there. Well, we shared the plates of food that we had. Uh, she wasn't going to drink anymore, so I don't know if she's working off the fear that I might take advantage of her. So I kind of talked to the people next to me, interacted with her a little bit, and watched the comedy act. Then we went to get dessert, it was a sheer bowl of shaved ice with all kinds of flavorings on it. And she thought it looked very yummy. So I took a spoon that I hadn't used yet, put some in and go to give it to her. And she's like, oh, no, I'm not doing that. No, I'm not going to have any part of that. All right, fine. I thought, wow, that's kind of odd. I've been on dates before where people shared off the same plate, shared ice cream, spoon fed it to one person, vice versa. It's kind of how you become intimate and fun with one another, especially if you're interested in each other. So... We get done with that, I take her back to where her car is, and of course, I share with her that I'll wait until she gets in her car, starts and on her way before I leave so that I know that she's safe, which is what we should all do, right? So, get there, stop at her car, she gets out of my car, no hug, kiss, no nothing, and I'm thinking, you know what, I've had it, you know, this is three times I've been on a date, she doesn't seem like she's getting any closer to me, a connection, physically, and my I feel like she's just wanting me to hang out with her because she's not getting the dates that she says she was getting. I don't know. I haven't got the time or patience for it. You know, unlike most of you folks out there listening, you probably have more time than I do. Who knows when our time is up, but certainly as you get older, <laughs> the writing's on the wall. It's going to be sooner than later. Uh, so 
anyway, just kind of an interesting thing. I don't. I'm not going to text her anymore. She did text me at the end of the night after I got home, saying, "Hey, thanks for the night. Had a good time. Appreciate you being flexible. I'm not sure if you had a good time." So it seemed to me to be more of a text out of worried about whether I was interested in her or not. And quite frankly, I've kind of lost interest in her. I'd like to be, yeah, I want to be more intimate with, but I'm scared to death that I touch her, she might freak out, so I haven't done that. I'm going to leave you with this. One more thing on my list. My daughter-in-law and my son and my daughter-in-law's parents are always asking me from time to time, how am I doing on my dating life? Are you just looking to go out and get laid, or are you looking to meet someone to date? And I'm actually trying to meet and date someone, as you of her. So I get an email from my daughter-in-law about how the bachelor is looking for applicants for senior citizens to be on The Bachelor. Why not? I'm a risk taker. So I made an application to go on to The Bachelor. Now, whether I hear from her or not is another thing. The application took me like 40 minutes to complete all the questions they had. And I had to chuckle under the income deal. They said, "Did you, have you made over $70,000 a year. And I thought, wow, that sure is a low threshold of how much money they want people to make. I would have thought they would probably want people that made 100, 200 or more thousands per year. But nonetheless, check the box. Sure, I make over 70, a lot more over 70. So we'll see where that goes. Uh, it'd be kind of fun to maybe interview to be on The Bachelor, maybe get selected to be on The Bachelor. My fear, I will tell you, is that if I go get on that show, then I'm going to have to pick somebody else that's in my age grouping. And I have to be honest with you, the reason why I'm not excited about people in my age grouping, yeah, most of them have let themselves go. They don't take care of themselves. They're not interested in being active, bitter. They're angry. There's a whole list of things that just don't make them appealing, sadly. Maybe there is a Sharon Stone type person out there that has done a great job of taking care of themselves, at least physically. You know, I don't know how stable Sharon Stone is or isn't. She might be. She might not be. After all, she's been ingrained in Hollywood forevermore. But nonetheless... We'll see where that takes us, and I'll certainly podcast about that. I did hear from my lady from England, texted me last week. Not really sure where that's going to go. She, too, doesn't respond in a timely fashion on text messages. I send her a text. I don't hear from her for three days. She sends me a text, and I used to get right back to her, only to have her not text me back for two or three more days. And to me, if you're interested in someone, I would think you'd show a little bit more interest in them. No, you don't have to blow somebody's phone up, but you can easily, especially with text messages, get back to people in a timely fashion. Once again, there's a full plate this weekend. I'm exhausted. Uh, I'm not sure what's going to happen this next week. I'm kind of kind of getting tired of the, the charade that I'm in, but you know me. You've listened to all my stories. Uh, I'm sure I'll run into another story or two moving forward. Hope you have a great week. Thank you for listening. If you're a new listener, feel free to listen to all the podcasts. Maybe it'll enlighten you. Maybe it'll scare you. Maybe as you're dating, it, 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 something somebody will say will remind you of one of my silly podcasts. Have a great week. It's Dating Funnies, and I'm also going to be found on Instagram under Dating Funnies. It's datingfunnies at gmail.com.